the Grober Preis von Österreich, which I found out in German just means Grand Prix of Austria. <laughs> <laughs> so angry sounding. I know. <laughs> I'm ready for this, Kurt. All right, here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Formula America podcast. We're your hosts, Kurt and Dylan, and this is the Austrian GP preview slash prediction pod. And if I was a betting man, I would say that this is probably going to be a pretty entertaining race. I think it's going to be a good one this week. I think so, too. I hope they got those nice, deep gravel traps to keep Carlos Sainz sucked in. <laughs> I don't know, man. I was watching the highlights and of last people were driving race. through them like crazy. Like, I know a lot of people went in. Nobody got stuck. So hopefully I guess there's a lot a of Carlos inches. Sainz fans out there that are just <laughs> shallowing up those gravel pits for him. Yep. So we'll see. But, you know, this is a super unique track. And, you know, we've got a, a couple teams, namely the Mercedes and the McLaren uh, that are expecting to kind of shorten that gap between them and Red Bull and yeah. Aston Martin this week. So I'm, I'm excited to see what happens there. Also, did you see what Helmut Marco said about Ferrari? I have not seen that. What he said, he was talking about, um, where was the last race at Canadian Canada, um, at the Canadian grand prix Helmut Marco came out and said by tire speed by, he said that thankfully Ferrari started as far back as they did because they were the fastest on both sets of tires throughout the entire race. So hey, you might that's see. kind of interesting. And last year, this is where Charles Leclerc got his last victory in Formula One. Yep. And Carlos Sainz upset at the Red a, Bull uh, ring. Car on fire. Carlos Sainz was hot. <laughs> <laughs> Spicy, you could say. <laughs> <laughs> the chili pepper. Ever see on online? Everybody's calling him the chili pepper. I love yeah, it. Yeah, because he's got that boonie cap that he wears with the chili peppers yeah. on it. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. So that's interesting from Ferrari. Maybe they're not a midfield team. They're they're still teetering that gap. We'll see. Um, but I do think this track is going to be advantageous for the setups of Aston Martin and Mercedes. And this is what Mercedes said about Canada. They're like, all these really low-speed chicanes is not what this Mercedes is set up for. It's set up for high-speed sweeping corners, which is what we have here. So it'll be interesting to see. It will be. And it's, you know, the the Red Bull home race. And it's also uh, Total Wolf. He's Austrian. So He's it's Austrian, kind of yeah. his home race. <laughs> I don't know if he really claims it as his home race, being it's at the Red Bull ring, but. I don't see any. It's it's all that yellow, or I'm sorry, that orange smoke all the over papaya the place. Which I hope they don't do this year, uh, as Lando calls it. All the McLaren <laughs> Lando <pants>. said, like, <laughs> Lando Norris is amazing. I love that guy. He's such a, a good uh, uh, personality for Formula One. It's hard not to. He's he's another Danny Rick, but in his own way. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. no one hates Danny Ricardo. And I don't think right. anyone can really hate Lando Norris. You don't have to root for him, but right, gotta love the kid because he still you looks do. like he's twelve. And oh my gosh, I know. And hopefully, hopefully this weekend he'll do a little bit better. I still got my my McLaren hopes. Yeah, I think you should just bury those deep down. I'm trying not to. Kind of. I need you. I need you to start channeling your inner Charles Leclerc and just bury those feelings. <laughs> I'm getting ready to channel my inner Alpha Tauri. I'm telling you, Danny Ricardo, the rumors are starting to pick back up again, but we'll see. And we'll now it's that coming out that one. Christian Horner never wanted him. Never wanted who? DeVries. Oh, 
Oof. There was just another thing released yesterday that said uh, it was from Helmet Marco again, saying there's probably going to be a seat open at Alpha Tauri soon. And Horner was right because he never wanted DeVries in the first place. I was like, ooh, man, that's. I uh, feel I feel bad for the guy, but yeah, it's kind of hard not to. It, whatever, it sucks. So does kind he. of, you're a <laughs> Formula One driver, like yeah, right. Oh man! All right, well, let's get into this weekend. And have you looked at the weather for this coming race? I have not. It's you know like five days out, so I don't trust the Weather Channel past five hours. True, and it's they their weather kind of changes a lot here in the Styria region of Austria. Just a lot. Not that in I'm Europe. A, so we'll, we we may get rain, we might not. I don't know. Too early to tell. But we do have, if it does rain at all during any of the sessions, it should be entertaining because of the five sessions, only one of them's a practice. Everything else is for something. So that's true. We do we have got sprint the new race. sprint format. We got FP one. And then on the same day, you have GP quality, race quality. And Saturday, you have the sprint quality and the sprint race. And then on Sunday, you have the race. So it's going to be an interesting um, weekend if it rains. I'm excited. I, I hope it does. So that, and I, we talked about it before on the last sprint race, but that is my favorite part. And one of the few parts that I like about this new sprint format is the fact that they only get one practice session. And so it's it's... All, all the beans right there, man. You mess up that one session, and you're you better hope the CCTVs done. don't turn off. I'm <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. No practice <laughs> sessions for y'all. Anyway, quality starts uh, in two hours. Damn beavers. <laughs> um, it, yeah, I, I agree. The one practice is kind of interesting. It does make for a little bit of more hectic. Who can come with the best setup out of the gate? But I think that if we're going to do only one practice session, you have to get rid of the park for me, or you got to push it out. True. Yeah, I, I think that that would be a fair compromise. That that's my only beef with it. Maybe even just pass quality GP, but you get to or GP quality, but like you get to make some adjustments still. Um, yeah, so it should be fun this weekend. New format. Last week, last time they ran this, you and I both weren't the biggest fans of it, so we'll give it another shot. I'm not getting my hopes up. Um. But yeah, so we have softest tire lineup in the range: C3 through C5. Uh, we've got 71 laps. It is 4.3 kilometers or 2.5 miles of freedom long. It's a second shortest track on the, on the calendar with a, uh, record time of a minute. Oh, 5.6 set by Carlos signs in a McLaren uh, in a McLaren in 2020. <laughs> back when Carlos they were good. Signs. Yeah. Um, and this thing only has 10 turns, yeah, three DRS crazy. zones. And the one thing I do like is there's a lot of like undulation and yep. hills in the course. I like that about this. I think Zandavort's the same way. So I like spot. seeing that. Yeah. I really like that a lot too. Um, it reminds me of like, it's I think more iconic for us Americans, but the, the corks, the iconic corkscrew at uh, Laguna Seca. Oh yeah. Like Hell you yeah. only get stuff like that when there's elevation changes. Yeah. And that's uh, absolute so blind fun. turn. Like you just got to point it in the right direction and hope for the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and hope someone's not parked at the bottom. <laughs> hope that Carlos Sainz isn't in front of you. <laughs> man, it's a day to pick on Carlos. <laughs> I know, right? What's going on, man? What did he do to you? <laughs> well, maybe he shouldn't put it in the gravel so much and hold up every single racer on track and then complain about yeah. other people holding him up. All right. Well-deserved. <laughs> yeah, he's not been on his best form lately. Um. 
But this track has been entertaining. Last year's race, you were kind of alluding to with Leclerc winning it, was a lot of fun. Like, it was. Uh, we got some really good battles. There was the the good like Mick Schumacher and Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. And then there was that awesome five car battle between Zhou Guan Yu. I, I think Lando even, Norris yeah. was in there. There was uh, uh, it was awesome. It, but five. But they went cars, through like, like two turns, five cars wide. Like <laughs> it, it was insanity. Um, yeah. Not to mention you had Perez out in lap one into the gravel pit. You had mm-hmm. Carlos Sainz's car explode, catch on fire, and roll backwards down the hill. Um, and you had Leclerc win. Yeah. Um, and some great, great racing between Leclerc and Max. Multiple passes yeah. both ways. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, that was definitely entertaining. And Leclerc won on pure pace, too. It wasn't yeah, like Max had an issue or anything like that. That was just a f- good racing. Two fast cars going at it, and the Ferrari won out at the end of the day. And then Red Bull said, never again. They, nope, never, <laughs> never again. We're going to build a bicycle and make this car the fastest car in the world with the bicycle technology. And then the FIA caught on. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm super excited this weekend. It's a really fun track. Three DRS zones makes for a ton of fun. It's a it's a really wide track. Lots of grass, lots of gravel, lots of opportunities for things to happen. Um, good passing. It's just kind of got it all. Those fast sweeping corners, um, which I think will show... I think it'll give us a true representation of where Mercedes is compared to Aston Martin. I think Aston Martin is still ahead of them, but they've both said this is their ideal track. So cool. Let's put you both in your ideal environment on the ideal, ideal track and see what you got. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that'll be interesting to see. Of course, there's so many different tracks. That's not what's going to help them be a constructor's champion. If you're only good on certain ones you got to you know be that more red bull where you're just always good yeah um but i'm excited to see them in their ideal track what can you do yeah this is going to be an exciting uh two weeks of this track and then silverstone yeah because that one is definitely going to show you know who who can handle it on a, a high speed course and that's the home track of aston and mercedes so they should be super competitive yep oh that's going to be fun to watch Oh, it is three. What do we have? Three British drivers in the lineup too. Uh, are we counting Albon? No, he's. I, I mean, we kind of should. He's he's technically Thai, but he's, he's basically British. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So three, three plus Alex. Um. Yeah, I, I'm excited for that one too. Silverstone last year was rated the best race of the season, so hopefully it doesn't disappoint this year. It was. All right. Well, let's get into our predictions for this weekend. Because we got a lot to go over. We've got, like you said, the sprint quali, the sprint race, GP quali, GP race, and then wild cards. Yep. Ooh. So we're and we're gonna do it for both, right? We're doing predictions for sprint and GP. Yep. All right. Let's do it. All right. I'll start off with my my. Well, well let's go and let's break them up. We'll do sprint first, and then we'll do GP, just All to right. keep them kind of separate. All right, so for my sprint quali, so on Saturday morning quali, I've got Verstappen on pole for that. No yeah. big surprise there. No, no. Short of predicting a mechanical failure, he will be on pole. Okay. All right, so now's where. <laughs> this weekend, I, I the past two weeks, I took it safe 
and I was like, I'm gonna go with common sense and logic. But on this weekend, my predictions are going straight off of my gut instinct. So things might get a little wonky here. I like it. All right, so sprint, uh, uh, podium. I have P3, Fernando Alonso. Okay, not not too wonky yet. That's been where he's been. I've got Checo Perez. Okay. Mr. Checo, you think he's going to get his mojo back this weekend? I'm putting him there for the sprint. We'll see how it shakes out. I think that he should, on the sprint, shoot out. He did a little bit better last time. I think he's going to qualify behind Alonzo, though, and not be able to pass him. Okay. Which All just right. gives away my P2. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> my P2 for the sprint, I have Sir Lewis Hamilton. Okay, okay. I've got Alonzo. All right. So you're doing, you went Alonzo Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And then, and then on P1. P1, top step of the podium. I've got Senor Checo Perez. Ooh, on the sprint, you're going to have, what happens to Max? So I, and here's where my logic came down. And this was before this podcast. I changed everything up because I had my gut feeling. Something, Max is going to have some sort of issue with the car this weekend. I've called it before and it didn't happen, but it's. <laughs> It it has I don't know I'm just feeling it's in the universe something's gonna happen and he's not gonna be up there I don't know if it's a mechanical issue electrical issue or somebody hits him and messes something up those damn downshifts them damn downshifts they're gonna come to get him or Lance Stroll one or the other <laughs> is gonna come to get him and Max is not gonna make it on the podium for the sprint okay okay I've got Max on P1 so okay you know. I don't think that anyone's going to be able to get him because he's going to be on pole. And after the first lap, he's going to somehow be like 30 seconds in front and passing the back markers already. That's true. That's very true. At which point Lance Stroll will strike. (laughs) (laughs) Because somehow he's going to qualify in P18 in the second fastest car on the track. And his dad's going to go, no, 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 it's fine. By the end of the season, he's going to be there. All right. So uh, let's backtrack now from Saturday. Let's go back to Friday. For the GP quality. Well, hang on, hang on. What's your wild card? Oh, my wild card. Okay. So my wild card for Saturday is, I think, and this came out because you sent me that video of Max and Yuki driving the 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 monster monster trucks. trucks. (laughs) So much. I would want to be a Red Bull driver just for all the extracurriculars you get to do. That's the same thought that I have. (laughs) They get really cool opportunities. Yeah, their schedule is jam-packed, and they got to do all this press work, but they get some pretty cool opportunities. Yes. Um, But I'm I'm predicting for the sprint race that we're going to have Yuki getting some points. And I'm, you know. means he's got to be in the top eight. Yeah. Yeah, I've got it written down here. Yuki top eight. So I think, I don't know. I'm just feeling like he's on a high and I think he needs to, he he needs a break. He's been doing pretty good. He has. I agree. Uh, mine is there's going to be a Ferrari DNF. Ooh, that is, you want to call who extra point? Do I get an extra point for it? Let's do a plus one. If you can count or if you can get who it is. Okay. I mean, I'm just going to go for, you know, keeping consistent here and say it's signs. It's very safe. <laughs> I've been making fun of him the whole podcast. I can't switch it up and pick Leclerc now. <laughs> uh, I, I I said it last time. One guy can only have so much bad luck. He's I'm really yet. hoping this is a good He's weekend for Sean. <laughs> <laughs> He's got further down to go, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's 
Uh, go back to Friday now for the GP quality. Um, why don't you start off? Who do you got for poll for that? Yeah, again, Max. I mean, short of mechanical failure, I, I don't see any other way. Yeah, I, I also have Max there. It's yeah, it's like we said before, man. It's just it's automatic at this point. Like like it, you said, it's, it's short of something happening to the car. There's really no other hope for anybody else. The only person I think that is driving at or close to Max's level is Alonzo. And I think Alonzo is definitely up there skill wise. I just don't think the Aston's fast enough right. to catch the Red Bull on a single yep. lap. It's a fast car, but that Red Bull is in a different category, man. Yeah, it is. And, and especially like, I think it changes during the race because they can't have use all three DRS zones when they're out front, but in quality, when that Red Bull has three DRS zones, like you, it's just so efficient under DRS. Yep. I agree. Uh, okay. So race day podium P3, Sir Lewis right. Hamilton. Woo. Sir Lewis Hamilton and P3. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think Lewis is going to have a good weekend. These upgrades I think are going to definitely show their worth this weekend in the Mercedes. Um, but I have Charles Leclerc and P3. Ooh. I, like I said, I think his, his, his bad luck's coming to an end. No, not even close. <laughs> Uh, it, we haven't gotten to Danny Rick post Coda, Charles Leclerc yet. I think we have a little ways he's, to go. He's still, he's still putting on a strong face. It hasn't completely <laughs> deflated and defeated him yet. He needs to show up with some stupid facial hair and then just completely. <laughs> then we'll know he's at the yeah. bottom. That's when we'll know <laughs> when he stops shaving. We'll know he's at the bottom. They're like, Charles, are, are you okay? Do you need to talk, buddy? <laughs> You're tired, man. <laughs> like, I am tired. Explodes. <laughs> P2, I have Fernando Alonso. Oh, all right. P2, I have Sir Lewis Hamilton. Who'd you have at P3? Oh, I you have Charles Leclerc. Leclerc. Just yeah. About, yeah, excuse me. Yeah. Lewis Hamilton's at P2, P2 for you. And I've got Max on P1. Okay. I have Alonso in P1. You, he's going to get is, his win this weekend, I, and we're going to have think, a double Red Bull out. Yeah, so two two years in a row, Red Bull's not going to win at their home race. And again, this is a complete feeling, a complete, you know, just gut intuition. But like I said, I think Max is going to have some sort of issue on Saturday. It's going to carry over into Sunday, and it's just not, he's not going to be there. It's not going to be his fault. It's going to be the car's fault, but yeah. I don't, I don't. Maybe this is wishful thinking for me. I don't know. You know what would we'll make see. me the most excited about that playing out? What's that? Is the cool down room <laughs> afterwards with with Leclerc, Alonzo, and Hamilton all chest bumping and not yeah. <laughs> not there to be interviewed by the Max Verstappen podcast. Welcome to the cool down room. Max is waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Like they're gonna be looking around. It's like no Max. Yeah, what do we <laughs> That's do? That's gonna be here? so awkward. No Dutch national anthem. <laughs> all like the new fans watching are gonna be like, what is this song that they're playing? I thought I thought the Formula One song was the Dutch national anthem. <laughs> that oh, would man. be fun. Then, All right. Then we'll get, one day, one day. Hopefully this weekend we'll see that. Wild card. I see Yuki Snowda top eight. I'm okay. actually, I have your, ironically, your sprint wild card is my GP wild card. Okay. Well, I didn't, I did not carry that over uh, for Yuki. Um, but I do think that this weekend 
we're going to see Logan Sargent getting his points. Um, you know, he is the only driver on the field, I think, to never have scored a point in F1. It's because he can't throw a football. It's true. Have you seen? Have you seen that video? Yeah, it's bad. It's, it's, it's like he clearly spent a lot of time in Europe. Yeah, for sure. He, <laughs> throws a full, he got the football, and it's just that weird, like, what do I do with this? And the way he threw it, I was like, oh, no, that's not a good look. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, but he's got the upgrades that Alex had last week. Yep. That Williams has been crazy fast for On the straightaways, it is fast. It's, it is, and they've got, you know, I think they're – I was watching something the other day talking about how the investment with Doralton Capital is really starting to pay off. And then you got James Vowles at the helm and everything. And, you know, they're looking like they're going to be strong contenders a couple years down the road. So I uh, I saw a thing that had me cracking up that the reason they're so fast down the straightaways is because they don't know how to build the floor of the car. So there's no downforce. <laughs> so it goes really <laughs> fast. <laughs> Which... You know, <laughs> that's, a, that's a technique. <laughs> it's not wrong. We all saw the underside of the floor. There wasn't anything oh, going on there. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would really like to see Williams fighting again. Um, it's just they're one of the team. most winning miss teams historically. Like it's, yeah. No doubt. Well, That's why they're so fast out the straightaways. <laughs> hey, like I said, it's a technique. <laughs> you know what I don't get? Because, and I don't know, this gets into the nerdier side. All the cars get to pick their transmission gearing at the beginning of the season. Like you get to set your car up to be fast in the straightaways or fast in the cur- turns. I don't know why you would ever not set your car up to be fast in the straightaways. It is the only place in modern Formula One where people pass that. You'll get a couple of the old school passes every now and then, but you can see. You know, Williams and Alpha Tauris and Haases, you know, Leclerc, where was it that he couldn't pass the Haas in Miami? Yeah. Couldn't pass the Haas because it was too fast and straightaway. The Ferrari couldn't get by it. It's like, I don't know why if you're a slower team, you wouldn't just set it up for the straightaways. Deal with the turns later to make it where you can pass and people can't pass you. There you go. Yeah, maybe. maybe that's, that's what the I strategy. Mean. That's what Williams did this year. And look, yeah. they're doing good. They're doing all right. They're doing better than Haas. That's true. Oh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for this one. We're super excited for every weekend as per usual, but it, it'll be interesting if, man, if your prediction plays out, that's going to be crazy. Not overly excited for the sprint format. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. It's going to be a, a busy weekend. A lot of things that we're going to have to watch, but, well, you know, it's only, what, five times a year? Or is it six? Six. Six times a year, so we've got well, four five more. Well, five, because wasn't Imola supposed to be a sprint weekend? It got oh. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yes, it was because that was the one where they were going to make, or Emila was the one they were going to make the, uh, you have to use the hard, medium, and soft compound tires during quality, which I was super excited for. Yeah. All right, guys. If you like this episode, make sure you leave us a rating and a review and share it with a friend if you can. And other than that, we will be back next week and discuss what happened and see if any of these predictions came true. Um, Based on our track record, probably not. Probably not. No, not not at all. I would. You did really well last week. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did okay, but I don't know. Mine are gonna again. It's one of those swing for the fences for me. So I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, we'll see when we start putting money on these predictions. What we decide, if we keep swinging. <laughs> yeah, for <the> right. <laughs> uh, Max Verstappen, number one. <laughs> yeah. Alonzo, Lewis Hamilton, every race. every time. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, I think that's it for this one. So on that note, stay classy, America.
We'll see you next time.